Katie Jones, have you ever done a shoey? What's a shoey? You don't know what it is? No. It's an Australian thing. So I was hearing on the radio today. Oh, when you when you drink out of a shoe? Yeah. Okay. Well, you drink out of your own shoe. Like you drink alcohol out of your own shoe. Well, if it's your own shoe, I don't feel like it's as gross if it was someone else's tr- shoe. That's true, but it's still disgusting. So you've never done that? Well, do you like the smell of your own farts? <laughs> I don't fart. Yes, he does. I've never done it. I kind of find it slightly barbaric. Like, why are you drinking out of your shoe? I mean, I agree. I, I agree. But I just heard that that's like a thing that you do when you're not from Australia and you arrive to Australia. But I don't know. I guess you never got hazed like that. You just fit in so well. Or I just really missed out on the experience. <laughs> so. Okay. So today, Ryan, we're talking about the concept of privacy and reading the fine print. So want to tell them what that means. <laughs> yeah. I like how you leave it up to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because you have such a way with your words. <laughs> so today we're talking about privacy in today's day and age and do you read the fine print? You know, this is a question to our listeners. When you agree to terms and conditions, are you reading that? I doubt it. Uh, maybe you are. That's great. There's so much tracking in today's day and age, it feels like. When you're on the internet, when you're having conversations with your phone and a certain app may be open, you know, there's rumors about that. You know, like it's like when you have a conversation with someone and then all of a sudden you start seeing Google ads of that, even though you've never Googled it, right? Or sorry, Instagram ads even. Yeah, I find that so creepy. I remember when it all started, like even if you want to use Facebook as an example, you would maybe be doing some online shopping and those websites that you were surfing would then pop up on your like Facebook ads. And that was really weird when that started because you realized, you know, the internet is goes a lot deeper than we understand. But <laughs> then when it started becoming like you could have a conversation, I, I could be talking to you about you know, new sunglasses that I bought. And then the next day I'm on my computer. And then all of a sudden that brand that I bought is like on my internet feed or whatever. That is when it starts to become really freaky. And I don't want to get like too like crazy or conspiracy about this, but I think this is just the beginning. I think there's going to be more and more of that happening, especially as, you know, more smart home products are introduced into people's houses and you're ordering things uh, online via talking to a smart assistant that's in your house. And then it knows what kind of things you're you're ordering from your location. And then maybe one day you're going to start getting ads targeted via the internet, via your subscription for that address or via even maybe flyers being mailed to your house. Like you never know because, you know, they can see based off of your Wi-Fi where you are and what you're ordering and what kind of things you search. And that's via smart home assistant. And, you know, there's been some companies that have gotten in trouble for that, or, or at least maybe not gone in trouble, but there's been some companies that have had some scandal in the news about that because people are introducing these things into their home. One of the most sacred places where you think that, you know, other than maybe TV and I guess on the internet, you think like you're, you're um, safe, you know, from that, that kind of intrusiveness and maybe not. It'd be interesting to learn about people that are in the limelight to a certain degree. Maybe they're politicians or reality stars or celebrities, what they're kind of instructed to do. I would be shocked if someone like, because we like reality TV, someone like Kim Kardashian has an Alexa. Really? Because if it's true what they say, that it is kind of always listening and you can be recorded and you're someone of such a high profile, 
you probably wouldn't want to take that risk, especially if you're someone that um, is targeted constantly for trying to have a negative appearance. So I don't know. I can't see Hillary Clinton having an Alexa because what she says can be so trivial and so controversial or whatever. So you would just want to make sure that you don't have anyone listening. Well, it's interesting that you brought up the Kardashians because they've gotten, they've actually gotten warnings from what I've seen online from police to stop posting in the moment Snapchats and Instagram stories because they would post where they're at, their location with lots of jewelry on and that puts them at risk. It also puts them at risk for home burglaries because if they're away at an award show, burglars may know that they're not at their home or maybe they have multiple homes and they're not at one of the vacation homes or something. And I know that even with the Paris incident with Kim Kardashian, do you remember that? She was posting leading up to it with jewelry on all the time and her huge ring, which was then stolen in the Paris attack. And I definitely don't want to victim blame because that person or people that did that, they're awful people. Uh, it just It's just a look at when you're so high profile, I I feel like she may have an Alexa in her house. This is just us speculating, but you never know. But I think that like they would have to be more careful about posting when they're out and about where they are because stalkers, you know, people that just are bad people that may want to find out where they are for, you know, bad for the wrong reasons. Well, a segue from the concept of sharing everything, like where you are, what you're doing, what you're eating. When do you think... Or why do you think that became so trendy? Like, I understand if, let's say, you're having a really amazing meal. It's, it's something you've never had before, or it's extremely colorful, or it's just beautiful. I understand taking a photo of that. Or if you're somewhere that you've never been and capturing those moments. But why do you think it became trendy and, ex- like, societally acceptable to just feel the need to share absolutely everything. Like, to be blunt, why does anybody care? You know, I'm not that important. That doesn't mean I'm a bad person or I'm not interesting, but I am not that important that anyone that follows me needs to know what breakfast I had, when I went to the gym, you know, my my gains. Like, all of these things that it just became okay to feel, like, narcissistic. Like, all of a sudden... It just became cool to be a narcissist. Yeah, and and what price does that come at? And it comes at the price of your privacy because what's interesting is that if you're not one of those people that's posting where they're at or if you decide not to be on social media because if you're on social media and you never post anything and you're just looking at people's stuff and uh, viewing stories and liking posts, I think people may think that's a bit odd. And if you're not on social media at all, people think that's weird. So where's the fine line? Because you also want to be posting and being out there and keeping people up to date. And, you know, clearly people care because if you've posted a story, which I know you have, you see that people view it. You see that people want to see what you're up to. Okay, so I have a question for you because you like social media, which is fine. But let's say you put up a story, okay, or whatever, and you can obviously check who's viewed it, like you were just saying. How many times do you check who's viewed it before you know it's going to become expired? So you have 24 hours. How many times How many times do you check that story? I check it until I see that all the people that are wanting to see it have seen it. See, obviously I posted something and I've checked it myself, but I... Wouldn't, isn't that kind of hard? Because you have a lot of followers because you have a social media presence, which makes sense. So wouldn't that like 
who do you want to who do you want to see it you know you you may want an ex to see it you may want a certain crush to see it that you have you may want some people in your social circle that want to keep updated with you that you may talk to like a couple times a week to see it so that then they know what you're up to so yeah definitely i feel like there's probably I would say like maybe 15 or less people that I look for that I want to see it. Most are friends. A couple are probably people that I either have a crush on or maybe they are an ex. And I I definitely look for them watching my stories. Okay, so ballpark here. How many times do you think you look at it? I look at it until I see that they've seen it. So sometimes they maybe see it right away. But I would say an average, probably like three or four times before Liar, it expires. You are so, so... It's like when people ask how many people you've slept with. Guys always uh, double it and girls always you know downplay it you look at least seven or eight times (laughs) i don't think so (laughs) (laughs) yes you do you're such a liar okay so another thing how many times do you look at it um i mean i'm uh, i'm more like look at it to make sure i still think it's cute oh so do you look at who's watching it sometimes definitely not every time but if like i think i was really hilarious in it i'll rewatch it and uh, or if you're like, oh, is that bad? You might rewatch it. But no, I don't get really hung up on that because I just don't have a very strong online presence. So it doesn't really matter. Do I check? Have I checked? Of course. I think anyone that says they haven't, they're, they're lying. But I don't know. Uh, I mean, I have a boyfriend, so I'm not looking out for any crushes and I don't really have any exes on there either, I guess. So yeah, I don't know. But I do check. Why do I check? I don't know. I also find it interesting. Sometimes you're like, wow, that person viewed it. Like, I didn't even know, like, oh, that's so random. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I want to also talk about the concept of being private. Because I feel like there's so many different reasons why people are private. The I feel like the most obvious reason would be you don't want anyone to view your content and your page and, and your life. So you mean private on social media? Yeah, like private on social media. Like, you know how some people could have like a Facebook where if you aren't their friend, you can still see a lot of stuff. And then other people that have been very diligent to make sure there's nothing to view. But then there's the concept of like Instagram privacy. And it always confuses me. People that are private, but will like automatically accept. So it to me, it says, okay, I want to be private because I don't want anybody to view my page. I want to know who is looking at me and I want to basically give them the rights to do that. You know what I mean? I want to have the ability to accept them and consciously know that they're looking at my stuff. That makes sense to me. But then you have people that are private and let's say you add them for whatever your reason is and they accept you right away and you know that they don't know who you are. It's like, well, why are you private? Because you're just, you're adding me, you're accepting me, but you still don't know who I am. So Tell me about that. Because Are you private? You're private, right? Yeah, I'm private and I definitely look at the people who I'm accepting and I don't just accept anyone because I agree. It's like you're letting them into your world and there's a reason why you're private. Now, what's interesting is because when you and I were talking about this before we started recording, you were mentioning celebrities and maybe celebrities is kind of <laughs> being thrown out there. Um, but, you know, reality show stars or people like that that you may see in the limelight and they're private and then you follow them and you get accepted within a couple minutes what i was saying to you is that's a different reason they're not trying to be private they're trying to 
gain followers. Because when someone shares their post and it's private with a group chat or with a friend on Instagram via DMs, guess what happens? That person or that group chat has to follow that person to see the content. And if they don't follow the person, they can't see it because the person's private. So a lot of meme accounts are like that as well. So I think that's different because I don't think they're doing that for privacy. I think they're doing that for the followers. See, now that you're saying that, that makes so much sense to me because I really was confused about that whole concept of being private, but immediately accepting. But you're right because you have sent me DMs where I can't view it and Let's say you've sent me 10 I can't view. I've probably added about seven just so I can, just so I'm not rude and don't answer or, or don't even take the time to look at it. So I'll, you know, I'll like add that person. So that's really true. She still doesn't answer though. <laughs> that's the thing she says, just not to be rude so I don't answer. She still ignores my DMs. No, but at least I like feel like personally validated because I know I, I did view it. I like did <laughs> what I needed to do to view it. But okay, you know how it became like when Facebook was on the up and coming years ago and how many friends you had was really, really cool. And then it became like the less friends you had meant you were more like selective and that became cooler. Like it kind of became almost a little bit silly if you had 2000 friends because it kind of showed that you weren't very selective. So, you know, people be like, yeah, well I only have like 300 friends. Whereas Instagram's the opposite. And as much as people do love their social media and a lot of people can make good money on it, I couldn't imagine the amount of self validation or self doubt that comes with following your followers numbers so what I mean with that is let's say those people that make a post and they're like I hit 1 million like thank you to all my like fans or whatever how much do you think those people like watch that number like when am I going to climb over a million or like when am I going to go under because there's that concept of when you hit the top the only way places to go down so because I'm not one of those people and I'm not saying anything bad about those people but I don't worry about like I have absolutely no idea how many followers I have genuinely um I just the amount of pressure imagine hitting that one million or whatever it is and then you keep dropping like I don't know it's just the self-validation that people get from the internet is just I don't know it's crazy I think that they watch that number very very closely if I were them, I would probably wait if I were to hit a million until I get a million and maybe 500 or a thousand or whatever. Because what happens if once you hit a million and you you announce it and then all of a sudden 500 people unfollow you and you're back to under a million? You know what I mean? Okay, so let's say you have a few um, celebrities. I feel like we've said that word a lot this episode, but whatever. People that you follow, do you look at how many followers they have? Sometimes when I first follow them, yeah, especially if they're up and coming because it's interesting to see, oh, wow, I like this song or I like this person on a reality show and you find them on Instagram and you're like, oh, okay, so I'm discovering them in a way like maybe they have 20,000 followers or they have a million followers and you're like, how have I not like seen this person before or heard this person's song before? I had this roommate in Australia. Um, shout out to you, Bradley, um, at fiance Floyd, but no, he could like, he had this way of figuring out like, uh, stars or artists or whatever that weren't publicly famous yet. And he would just be like, that person is going to be the newest 
newest biggest thing and I remember he did that about Cardi B he would like see this crazy woman ranting on Instagram and she didn't even have that many followers yet how many I don't know but she wasn't Cardi B yet and he was like this person is hilarious she's ridiculous she is going to be you know the next person and I think it was once I came home back to Canada I'm pretty sure and I messaged him I was like you freaking predicted it again like Cardi B is who she is now so I don't know. I guess it's just going back to the whole privacy thing. It's a weird world that we live in. People, you know, put little tags on their computer so they're not being watched. Although they will put bikini photos of them up on the internet. Then they maybe don't have Alexa because they believe in being um, listened to and tapped in on. But they will uh, kind of reveal everything else on their personal posts. So it's just this weird kind of dichotomy that people go back and forth with. Like we're private, but we're insanely public at the same time. And it's just kind of confusing. And I'm just interested to see where it's going to take us because all of our parents and people from a different generation say what you put on the internet isn't going away. And I feel like the general public understands that now, like the internet really will hold all of that content forever. But we just seem to get more R-rated, more careless. um, uh, Yeah. And also like even the whole mental health conversation as well. I think it's fantastic that we're breaking the stigma and we're talking about mental health. And the more you talk about it, the more you normalize the conversation. But people being insanely open about suicidal thoughts and things like that on like public posts, you know, like when did we become these private people to these, I'm going to tell you every facet of my life. Yeah, no, it's true. And that's something that I definitely want to touch on as well as like you talked about, like people being worried about being recorded or via their computer or via, you know, their phone. And I understand those concerns of people. Um, and even the fact that everyone publishes everything and they, you know, share their location with the world. But first, let's do a social media bump. Okay. So let's do a special one today. I, I want to read Katie Jones tweets to everyone. Because, you know, like some of our listeners have been saying that the social media bump is always the same. So let's switch it up and read Katie Jones tweets. How do you feel about that, Katie? Oh, my gosh. Okay. I don't feel like I've been tweeting that much. Well, I tweeted last night for my cat's Mother's Day. It was my first Mother's Day. It was so nice. Sorry, I wasn't listening. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's not like you. You took a page out of my book. (laughs) Okay, let's see. Let's see, Kitty Jones. No, I saw a couple. I think I even screenshotted one because I'm like, this is perfect. So Kitty Jones's Twitter, by the way, is 01KittyJones. And her her bio is the emoji of a bee and then nice to people. That's cute. Yeah, be nice to people. One love month. What, what went behind that bio? <laughs> um, so many people are so rude. Okay. As she glares at me, giving me a look. Okay, so this is one of her tweets. Shows that don't make sense do not make sense to me. Hashtag Unabomber. So many inconsistency. It's a tad crazy. Hashtag hot main actor. But are you Irish or what the heck? (laughs) What? (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, let's read another one. You know you live in Toronto when you pay for parking to get groceries. That's a good tweet. Actually, yeah. It was when I moved to my apartment, obviously. And 
I drove to the Loblaws or something because I didn't know how far it was and I couldn't bother walking. It was cold. And I go to park in the parking lot and I have to pay. I'm like, wow, you know you're not in Stouffville anymore. Oh my God, I just shared my location. <laughs> Talking about privacy. Don't, you don't want them there? I don't live in Stouffville. I'm just kidding. Here's a tweet taking, I'm going back to October. So you know what? She's, I thought these were a bit more crazy, but taking a big risk walking into Stouffville Walmart like this. Oh my God, let me tell you about that. So I really had to go to Walmart, I think before work. And I did not look good at all. And I'm like walking in this Walmart at eight in the morning and I'm just praying I don't see anyone. And I'm paying and all of a sudden I hear Katie. Thankfully it was just Rhonda. But I was like, oh my God, I was almost home free. But oh, like I, I had like flip flops on and like my toenails were painted and just like all of this craziness. So yeah, don't go to Walmart and Stovo, you will be found. <laughs> okay, fine. We're going to finish it off with one more, which is Gordon Ramsay turns me on and I like it a lot. Hashtag give me one of those. Yeah, he's so sexy. He's just like such a good cook and he's British and he's angry and it's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> so any British angry guys out there? Oh, well, Katie's taken. So sorry. Yeah. Too late, losers. <clears throat> okay. So now we're going to jump back into... That was fun, right? Switch it up for the social media bump. No? If you like my tweet so much, like I'll actively tweet more for you. I do like your tweets. Like <laughs> I do want you to tweet more because um, this could be an ongoing thing because I just think that your your tweets work in mysterious ways. Ew, that's disgusting. Sorry to anyone who's on their morning commute to work or to school or to wherever, and you just had to hear that loud on your stereo or in your AirPods. Which, by the way, I lost my AirPods recently. That, How sad is that? That sucks. Aren't they really expensive? They're like over more than $200. That sucks. I love them and I miss them. AirPods, if you're out there, daddy misses you. Ew, daddy. I hate when people use that. Really? Okay, that could be a whole other topic. That's the first time I feel like I've referred to myself as that. <laughs> I just thought it was funny in the moment. <laughs> Let's just put that out there. So back to privacy. You're one of those people that would put a sticky note over your camera on your laptop. And I think that that is absolutely insane in my opinion. Okay, well, without getting into like graphic or R-rated conversation... I'm sure that you use your computers for more things than just Twitter, right? Let's say you're doing what you need to do. Do you want, doesn't even the possibility of you being watched freak you out? Because it's if I had to go out and spend $500 on this thing I need to install so people can't potentially watch me through my camera, I wouldn't do that because I wouldn't go that far. But if all it takes is a little sticky note that literally probably amounts to 10 seconds of picking it up, ripping it off and putting it on just to be sure for me, I like to do that kind of stuff. But like who out there is like, I want to watch Katie Jones. Everyone, absolutely everyone. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just like, who's going to take the time out of the billions of people that are in the world to watch me via my webcam? I doubt that it's a thing. I think that there's all kinds of weird stories out there that, I don't even know if they're true or not, but from my experience, like, I just don't really understand that. I mean, I get people are nervous about that stuff, but what's the what's the likelihood that someone's actually watching you through your webcam? And doesn't a little light come on when you use your webcam? 
I feel like you just want to welcome any possibility of like fame, like any <laughs> any any chance to get your like big break, even if it's through your webcam. <laughs> no, actually, no, that's not true. Um, the other thing that I want to talk about with privacy is people sharing their location. I know we kind of touched on this a bit, but we kind of went down a weird road of like celebrities and all kinds of different things with privacy. But people sharing their locations on their posts, on their stories, as well as sharing their location with their friends and partners. How do you feel about this, Katie Jones? Well, see, you have taught me the whole concept of Snap Maps and all that stuff. I had never heard of that. Also, I don't use Snapchat anymore, but I had never heard of that. The only way I thought you could share your location is if you do that like location drop or whatever on your iPhone. Is that the right way of saying that? You can like send the bubble or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. You can share your location. You can set for how long. You can what? You can set for how long. So say you're going to meet someone downtown, you can set it for an hour and then Um, it expires. Yeah. Yeah. See, again, I didn't know that. But yeah, the whole uh, the whole thing with snap maps and stuff like I had never heard of that. And then you were saying that, you know, someone who uh, her and her boyfriend share each other's snap map stuff. And then if she goes somewhere, he could like what? So, yeah, so Snap Maps, in case people don't know, is on Snapchat. And I find especially the younger demographic, like 21, 22, 23, they tend to be sharing their location with all their friends. Um, And you'll see on Snap Maps, you can actually see when people are hanging out with each other and where. So if you weren't invited to a party and all of a sudden you see eight friends, there's tons of memes out there about it. You'll see eight friends congregated at one house on Snap Maps and all of a sudden you're like, Oh my gosh, they're literally meeting up without me. And this is a thing. And then as far as the couple goes, yeah, I know a couple where they share each other's location. And, you know, if uh, the girlfriend's location goes off, then the boyfriend is like, hey, is everything okay? And vice versa, you know, if they you can set notifications so that if they are you set their home as a location, when they get home, you'll get a notification that they are home to make sure that maybe they're on a trip and they're driving home and you want to make sure that they're safe. Like, I get it. It's not random people seeing your location. It's that you have to accept them. You have to accept that they're seeing your location and then you can see them on an app like Find My Friends on your iPhone, for example. To me, though, that's just a weird breach of trust and privacy combined because, okay, of course, there is the element of making sure people are safe. But realistically, if you're young and you and your partner are sharing each other's locations, it's because you want to know where they are. It's more of a a trust thing. But if it's weird, it's weird. If you trust someone so much that you have no problem with them knowing exactly where you are, why do they need to know exactly where you are if you trust them that much? You know what I mean? It kind of is one of those weird loops where, I trust you, so I need to follow you. But if you trust me, why do I follow you? And also, it reminds me of um, the concept on an iPhone about uh, the people who have their read receipts. Oh, yeah. So it's like, you're okay if somebody sees that you've read it. But then if you're okay with somebody seeing that you've read it, why are they... Why are they on? I don't. I don't Why know. You reply? Why wouldn't you reply? It's just this weird thing of like, because you and I have had conversations before where you've called me and I haven't answered, and you've texted me and been like, "Call me back." And I've said to you, you know, I'm one of those people that just because I have a cell phone doesn't mean it's my obligation to answer it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I have a phone, and the nice, decent thing to do is answer somebody's phone call, of course. But if I'm watching a movie or I'm doing something if and I don't want to answer just because I have a f- cell phone it isn't my 
like civil duty to answer somebody, right? So that's why I don't bother with the whole read receipts thing because it's like, yeah, I may have seen your text, but I don't have to get back to you just because you've texted me. The nice, polite thing to do is respond, but I don't have to. I can take as much time as I want. So with the whole privacy following snap maps thing, if it's all about, you know, making sure like that person is safe, that's a great aspect of the app or whatever, but I can go where I want. I don't need people to know if I'm in the bathroom or if I'm at the movie theater. Like, hello, that's none of your business. And people survived and led like very normal lives before this was even introduced. But again, like you said, it is a younger demographic. So to each their own, but I will never, ever download that. So I think that it's interesting because I can see both perspectives. I think that you can have the trust in a relationship but want to know where your partner is just for safety reasons. For example, our whole family has Find My Friends on and we can all see where we are in the world at any time on Find My Friends. I don't really care that my parents can see where I'm at except one time I think – I think I mentioned this in an episode, but just in case you guys didn't listen to the that episode is one time I was at I was on a date with a guy and we went back to his condo for some drinks and his place was by a hospital and my mom started like texting me worried like are you okay? I see on find my friends you're in a hospital. Meanwhile his condo was just right by a hospital so it was showing up as if I was like almost in the hospital by the hospital. So she was so worried because of that and I think that's kind of nice that like you know, your friends and family can see where you are if, if the friend is close enough. Like, I probably wouldn't care if you could see my location, right? Yeah, but then what happens if one day you just decide going forward permanently, you don't want to have that that open or whatever. You don't want people yeah. you don't want people to be able to see where you are. Or let's say you are going on a date and just for that evening you wanna be shut off from that. Well, now people are becoming skeptical, worried, all this stuff. Like, well, wh- why have you gone offline? Well, because I want the concept of privacy this evening. I'm safe. I'm sound. I'm fine. But you know what? I want to I want to be able to go here and go there and not have my friends or family not tracking it, but being able to know where I am at any point in time because you don't even have to be doing anything wrong. It's just like, when did we... Wait, wait, well, I know when, when technology evolved, but can we not just eat food without telling people what we ate, go places without sharing with the world, our friends and family, where we are, do things, enjoy, be present in the moment instead of everything being accessible to anyone. I just, we've lost that authenticity and it sucks. Okay, so I think I'm the middle ground. So I don't have Snap Maps on because I have a lot of like acquaintances on there and I don't want everyone to see where I'm at at all times. I also am someone where if I'm going to see a movie, like when you and I saw us or seeing another movie, I won't post about it and the location until after the movie. Or sometimes even if I'm out for drinks, if I'm going to share that location, I'm not sharing it till I've left the restaurant. Because you never know. You never know who's seeing your content. Especially where I have like over 2,000 people on my Instagram. Like a lot of people I do know or I've met or they're acquaintances. But I still don't want everyone to know where I'm at at all times. So I will take steps. And I'm sure Kardashians are like this now or, or other people out there where I won't you know, post the location if I'm still there or I don't share my snap 
my snap map location and i have found my friends turn on but it's just for my four other family members so that we can all see and it's a mutual thing where we all can see where each other are and that's more of a safety thing and i kind of like that the fact that they know where i'm at um but i agree that i'm a middle ground whereas like i see people where every snap story they're posting where they're at on in that moment exactly like how do you know that you don't have like someone following you around or a stalker or something and all of a sudden they know oh your movie ticket says that you're at uh xyz uh theater in this auditorium for the next two hours i'm sorry but that creeps me out i don't want someone to know that i'm there for two hours yeah no absolutely i don't know it's strange where where we're going with online presence it's strange where we're going with having an online presence and just feeling like we're so important that everybody needs to know everything that's going on in our lives because no offense, as wonderful as we all may be, like, not that important. Like, get over yourself. Like, why don't you just go watch the movie like, and just go have that lunch and just go on that trip? Like, why do people need to see, like, so many different moments in that experience? It just is bizarre. So to wrap this up, Ryan... You know, we definitely have, you know, different ways that we use our social media. All of our listeners know that. But uh, yeah, I guess the whole concept of privacy is a strange one. Like I said before, people like to be so publicly private. Oh, that's a good that maybe that will be the episode name. So publicly private, publicly private. What do you mean by that? Just to wrap things up, what do you mean publicly private? I mean, people are so okay with sharing everything but then kind of like to pretend that they're they're private and you know on the down low as well although they're not like I don't know I just kind of think everyone should get over themselves a little bit narcissism isn't cute on anyone yeah good point well thank you for that advice Katie Jones and we hope everyone that's listening is loving this and loving this topic and loving us and thanks for following thanks for subscribing you can also add us on social media at is this adulthood on instagram and at ita underscore podcast on twitter thank you so much for listening we're coming up to like how many episodes are we now i feel like we're coming up to our 20th episode soon so we'll have to do something great maybe some video content um yeah so keep listening Keep messaging us for ideas, concerns, rants, anything you need. And we love you. I love y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.